Greetings and welcome to Sojourn of Souls. Here at Sojourn of Souls, we want to extend our heartfelt welcome to everyone throughout the world. We are delighted to count all of you as part of our company as we trek together in this world so we can live externally with God in the next. Just a reminder, if you find that traveling with us is useful, we encourage you to follow us and share our podcast, Sojourn of Souls, with your friends and family. You are our only sales force, so don't be shy about spreading the word. Hi, I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn, and in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the importance of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And then I'll be doing a second podcast on the most sacred heart later on this week. St. Mary Margaret writes, The devil has a most intense fear of the devotion to this most loving heart because of the salvation of the multitude of souls which it affects in favor of those who concentrate themselves completely to the sacred heart for the purpose of loving it, honoring it, and glorifying it. So now, let us listen and learn about the sacred heart of Jesus. So let us pray today as we begin the prayer to our most blessed mother. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, as a youth, I grew up in Missouri, and I went to both Sacred Heart Church and Sacred Heart School. Oddly, they are both across the street from each other and both in different towns. And I remember as, as, as a kid going to early morning mass in the church before school and then walking across the street into another town and going to school. I thought that was just kind of silly, but anyway... But I remember very plainly kneeling there and looking at this statue of our Sacred Heart high above the sanctuary. And that burned in my memory. And this image stuck in my memory after all these years since I moved from there over 50 years ago. And I was very moved by this image. And I have a picture hanging in my house of both of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Sacred Heart of Mary. And we all should hang an image of the Sacred Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Mary in our homes. And I will explain that at the end of this podcast, why we should have these images within our houses. The most Sacred Heart of Jesus is one of the most widely practiced, practiced and well-known Catholic devotions, 
wherein the heart of Sacred Heart is viewed as a symbol of God's boundless and passionate love for all of mankind. Our Lord Jesus Christ appeared to St. Margaret and Mary Alico in Burgundy, France between 1673 and 1675. In December 1673, while she was praying in adoration before the Blessed Sacrament, St. Margaret Mary heard Jesus speaking to her. He told St. Margaret Mary that he would have wanted to spread the love of, through his heart through her and that she would reveal to many people the graces he desires always to spread to bestow on humanity. In her vision, St. Margaret Mary saw Jesus take her heart and place it within his, setting it aflame with her divine love that continued to burn in her heart and return to her body. Now, over the next 18 months, Jesus continued to appear to St. Margaret Mary and to further explain his desire for his heart to be honored in this devotion and image that we now know as the Sacred Heart. Now, what does this mean? Jesus described his heart, according to St. Margaret Mary, as the heart so loved humanity that it spared nothing absolutely nothing, even exhausting and consuming itself in testimony of its love. Thus, the Sacred Heart represents the fullness of God's love for humanity and overflowing generosity of God's love of self and act of salvation. In a letter, St. Margaret Mary described the Sacred Heart as an abyss of all sufferings, and into it the poor should submerge all their needs. It is an abyss of all joy in which all of us can immerse our sufferings. It is an abyss of lowliness to counteract our foolishness, an abyss of mercy for the wretch an abyss of love to meet our every need. The Sacred Heart is one of the most revered symbols in Catholic Catholicism, and it specifically represents Christ's love for mankind through his sacrifice on the cross for human sin. Christ's suffering is portrayed in the Sacred Heart with a knife going through it and a crown of thorns surrounding it. Now let us go through each part of the Sacred Heart as what it looks like. First, the heart itself. Now, we know the heart as a large symbolic thing symbolizing love. We see that on St. Valentine's Day. The heart is a symbolic center of feeling and emotion. It represents Jesus' deep love for us, and sometimes shown by itself, but often 
with the symbol of Christ as we see in statues. And it's above his chest. Most frequently it's depicted as red, a deep red, the color of blood, which Jesus poured out for us as we see in his passion. As we read in John 9.34, the red signifies fervent love, and Jesus loved us so much that he laid down his life for us. Of course, we read this in his passion and death. Now, the crown of thorns. Now, the Bible lays this out very specifically for us as we read this in his passion. This is one of the favorite parts of scripture that I love to read is his passion. This tells me Jesus' love for us and the suffering that he went through for us. The heart is typically encircled horizontally with the crown of thorns. Mary Margaret described a heart atop a throne of fire and flames. The thorns represent the sting caused by our sins. Now remember that Jesus went through the whipping of his passion and then they laid upon him a crown of thorns as we read through as we pray through the sorrowful mysteries imagine the pain that Jesus went through during this time and this represents all that Jesus suffered for our account here we are to serve him the suffering king that he is by suffering with him in penance and self-sacrifice. The wound of his sacred heart. Often there is a gash shown in the lower left or lower center of the heart, which recalls the soldier that thrust the lance after Jesus died on the cross. The lance not only cut through Jesus' ribcage, but went all the way up and hit his heart below his ribcage and outfloored water and blood. And this fulfilled the ancient Masonic prophecy as read in Zechariah 12.10. They looked upon him whom they had thrust through. It is fitting that Jesus gave mankind his very self in this moment. And in our sin, we are so ungrateful to him that we heap wounds upon him and the vile abuses upon his loving heart. There are droplets of blood. Some artists show a few droplets flowing from the wound. And in a few instances, they are caught by a chalice below. This recalls the Last Supper when Jesus offered the wine and said, this is the blood of the covenant, which will be shed on behalf of many for the forgiveness of sins in Matthew 6, 28. Jesus taught, 
My blood is to drink. In John 6:55, And whoever drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. In John 6. This is so important. Please read John chapter 6. This discourse of the bread of life. We just celebrated Corpus Christi, the celebration of the Eucharist. This is the center of our faith. Please read John chapter 6. The flames. A number of flames are usually shown above the upper chamber of the heart, and they represent the intensity of the warmth of Jesus' love. And of course, there is a cross. This is customary to display the Latin cross in the midst of the flames because it is a cross where Jesus most decisively demonstrated the love of the Sacred Heart. The rays of life. Lastly, we look at the rays of light brighter than the sun with flows from Christ's heart. And it's commonly in glistening gold, white or red rays, radiating from Jesus' heart. This is Jesus' light to the world, the light which enlightens all of us in the world. Now the question is, why should we have these images in our house? These images serve as a visual reminder of our faith. The representation of the messages that Jesus wants to bestow on us and remind us of our faith. To speak to the images of his most sacred heart. Remember, do not be afraid to show that you are Catholic. Every person entering your house must be able to see these images almost immediately. On August 25th, 1856, Pope Pius IX inscribed the solemnity of the Most Sacred Heart in the calendar of the Catholic Church, directing it to be celebrated the Friday after the octave of the Most Corpus Christi, or the Body and Blood of Christ. The earliest possible date is the 25th of May, as in 1818 or 2285, and the latest possible date is the 2nd of July in 1943 or 2038. This year to date is June the 16th or this Friday. Be sure to go to Mass that day to celebrate this most important feast and have devotion to the most sacred heart of Jesus. In a couple of days, I'll be doing a second podcast on the 12 promises of the most sacred heart. Be sure to tune in. Tell your friends to listen to this, please. So let us close with the prayer to the most sacred heart of Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of of every blessing. I adore you. I love you. 
and with the lively sorrow of my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health, a body, a sense in my temporal needs. Your blessing in all that I do and the grace of a holy death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And remember Jesus' words, wide is the road to destruction. And so remind you to stay on the path. And we ask St. Raphael, the Archangel of Travelers, may God speed you on your sojourn.